Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Are you members of the press? Press. Press. Pull. Your Mile High Report press conference update begins now. Hey, Broncos country. This is Lori Lattimore-Volkman of Mile High Report, and I am bringing you some of the takeaways from head coach Vic Fangio's presser with the media today. So he confirmed that, unfortunately, Jarrell Casey is out with a torn bicep. He has not decided on a starting QB, but it won't be Blake Bortles because of the short week and the lack of time to learn the system. So it will be either Jeff Driscoll or Brett Rippon to be determined later. He addressed some of the O-line struggles, argued that it would, it's Partly the O-line for sure, but also all 11 guys failing at pass pro. And noted near the end that perhaps a three tight end set could help with that. Hopefully Nick Vanette will not have to be off the active roster this coming week based on other positions. So possibly that's something the offense will consider. He gave some kudos for Shelby Harris and his performance and noted that you know, there's no denying that it's we're in a tough spot. He's keeping morale up. The players are fighting hard, and he encouraged Broncos country to keep the faith because guys are preparing, even if they're the backups, to play hard and hopefully get a win. So here you go, Vic Fangio today. On the quarterback front, have you decided who starts Thursday night? Not yet. We've been talking about it uh, today, and we'll have a decision by tomorrow which way we're going to go. Dick, uh, to what do you attribute the uh, offensive line struggles these last two weeks? Well, I don't think it's just the offensive line. You know, it's our pass protection. 
which involves all 11 guys out there at any, on any given play. Obviously the old line is a big part of that. Um, you know, we've got to run crisper routes. Uh, we've got to get rid of the ball quicker. We've got to win up front in our one-on-one matchups, you know, time and time again. And, uh, it's been a little bit of everything that's caused a lot of problems. Vic, do you think with that regarding the line that uh, Bucks took from the Steelers in terms of their stunts and twists, or is it was it when you looked at the film, Driscoll was in fact holding the ball too long, or is it a confluence of factors? I think any time it's you know to the extent that it was yesterday, it's you know all of the above. Um, you know, anytime you um, have a game like you had against Pittsburgh. You know, the league is a copycat league. They're going to do it until you prove you can handle it. And it's, you know, Tampa likes to do that stuff anyway. So it fit right up their bag. And we weren't able to uh, answer that with uh, some plays and getting them blocked and making them pay. Yeah, Vic, uh, on the quarterback, I assume it's uh, between Rippon and Driscoll and not Bortles because of the short time. Yes, I mean, uh, Blake was here two days last week, you know, and to expect him to be able to play this week on a short week where practice will be very limited, I think would be unrealistic. If if it's Driscoll, could it be a short leash and Brett be ready? Or if it's Rippon, you know, Jeff be ready, that type of thing, as far as anticipating a move in game. Yeah, that's always available. I mean, but, um, you know, pulling quarterbacks in and out unless you have a good reason to, you know, isn't something you want to do a whole lot of. But, uh, yes, in this situation, it could be a, a mix of the guys. Shelby harris Vic has obviously had the two sacks on Sunday, uh, has had a strong start to the season. What are you seeing for, from him that's that's given him some success uh, uh, up on the defensive front? I think he's in the best uh, condition he's been in, definitely in the short time I've been here. And admittedly, he says he, he is in the last couple of years, you know, his weight's down a little bit, which is allowing him to move better, utilize his quickness and strength more times and more often than he was able to in the past because he's not as fatigued. So I think it's a tribute to all the hard work he did in the offseason and he's been able to sustain here during the season. Coach, I imagine the list is long, but what is the biggest or what are some of the biggest challenges with the short week? Well, you know, number one, it's a short week, so you don't get much practice time on the field. And the practice time you get, the tempo will be down. You know, that's one. And obviously just the condensed uh, time that you have with the players and to get ready to go on the road. And we got to travel to New York to do that. So just all the things that you are easily recognizable when you do have a short week like this. Uh, Vic, can you just uh, expand a little on Jarrell's injury? I mean, he, he played roughly his usual number of snaps. When when did you become aware of it? When do you think he did it? You know, I was watching the tape uh, last night. He, uh, I saw the play kind of where it happened. You can see him reach for his hand and uh, his arm. And uh, I believe that was the play. It was some point there in the second half, I believe. With a lot of injuries, you know, they don't seem as bad as they end up being. And guys are able to finish, you know, a la Bradley Chubb last year who finished the game when he had tore his uh, ACL. You're, you're going to have 15 Pro Bowls essentially on IR. Is this now uncharted ground for you in terms of injured players? Oh, I don't know about that. It probably is in, 
in light of the amount that you're talking about so early in the season, maybe in that regard it is, but injuries are part of the NFL. You know, we've just got to keep moving on. Next guy up will have to go in there and play good. The rest of the team will have to play good around everybody else. We'll find the guys that are going to go out there. I'm confident that they'll play hard and give us every effort they have. Hey, Coach, is Philip Lindsay still trending in the right direction to be able to play Thursday? And if he is able to play, will he be limited at all? Yes, he is trending in the right direction. He might be able to play Thursday. We'll decide that as we go through the week. And if he does play, yeah, he would be on a uh, play count. You know, he can't uh, carry, get it a bunch of times, but he can play in there sparingly if, if he's able to go. Vic, I know you said you guys are still talking about who will get the start on Thursday. What are going to be the factors that, that go into that decision? What are you looking for since everything's pretty much already on tape? Well, just to think about it through, you know, we don't want to make a hasty decision, you know, and ultimately come up with the guy that we think or the best combination that we think will give us the best chance to win the game. Hey, Vic, amid this tough start, how are you keeping your own morale up and just, you know, the morale of the other coaches to make sure your players don't get down? My morale is always going to be up, you know. It's a tough time. We've got to fight through it. we got to keep pounding. And uh, that's what we plan on doing. But, I'm, you know, it's not going to break me or it's not going to break the staff. And we're going to keep pounding away. What did you see on the film from Oshamudia and Bassey when you look back at their performance? Both had some plays that were good and both had some plays that they could, uh, you know, play better for sure. But they, they played okay. I bet you gave Deshaun Williams a lot of run at, on the defensive line yesterday. How did you feel he performed and, and uh, how do you think he can do with a bigger role if asked? I think for, you know, where he was at, you know, no training camp, guy that hadn't played a lot of football of late. He went in there and held his own and, and did pretty damn good. You know, obviously we need him to do more than he did. And hopefully now that he starts getting more reps, he'll be able to do that. Yeah, Coach, just on the block punt, a guy came right up the gut. Where was um... – the breakdown there and also uh, you know with Cushenberry and Wilkinson struggling a little in pass protection any consideration for Schlotman and Dotson? On the punt block you know we could have we should have done better with the guard next to the center to help him a little bit and then our personal protector you know needs to be the last line of defense there and he could help also. In regards to your question on the O-line you know right now we're not considering that but we'll see. Hey Vic um a couple of questions about uh, you talk about the troubles with the offensive line are uh, multiple tight end sets. Uh, one of the solutions that you're looking at. And also why was Vanette uh, deactive yesterday? Uh, Vanette was uh, deactivated yesterday strictly because of, uh, you know, our numbers at other positions and um, special teams con- contributions, you know, one of the move that I was happy to make explained it to Nick and, you know, he understood, and hopefully it's not something that we have to do a lot. What was your other question? If uh, more multiple tight end sets to condense the formation, just kind of help out the offensive line, is a, is a solution to some of these troubles up front? Yeah, that could, that, that could be part of it for sure. Coach, you said your mood's always high, but is there a message to not only your team but to fans? Because obviously when the Jarrell news broke, fans are just saying, oh, here's another one, and this season just kind of stuck in the mud. So what's kind of your message to them? Yeah, I guess we have sustained a lot of injuries. There's no denying that. But we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep preparing. We're going to have guys that go out there that are going to give it their all and do their best to try and get us a win.